news is one of the most insightful businesswomen that I know. Sarah is absolutely amazing. Sarah's wisdom, enthusiasm, and positive outlook on life motivates me to be a better person. Her ability to see the very best in people is just awesome. Sarah's coaching and mentoring inspired me to become an entrepreneur. What an inspiration. Welcome to the Destined for Greatness podcast, where we believe that each person is destined for greatness. I am your host, Sarah Noose, and I'm joined by my handsome co-host, who's my husband, Adam. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Good. Today's episode is with Carrie Garcia. She is the founder of the Freedom Movement. So cool. Yeah, she's super cool. And I know you were just watching a video about her. Um, Our lives, so Carrie and I haven't met in person, but I've seen her speak at a conference and, um, she went to Thailand with world help the year before I did. And there's rumors that we might be taking a trip this summer together. So here before too long, we're going to be real life buddies instead of just Instagram buddies. But uh, I can't wait. Yeah. She's super <laughs> cool, but she has, um, an, a nonprofit called the freedom movement and it provides resources and next steps, um, for the journey of freedom in all different avenues, um, to help women walk in victory. Um, she's had a very busy path, an interesting path, um, with drugs and, um, just kind of a lot of dark stuff. Pretty much everything. Yeah. It's pretty much everything. She lost her mom. Um, it was a suicide of her mom, which I can only imagine how hard that is. And, um, a breakdown of her marriage. Um, and so she shares with women, um, you know, how there is grace and freedom in Jesus Christ and there's healing through her program. And, um, she's seen so many people, um, heal just because of the pain she's gone through. She's used her voice and, um, really turned it around to be such a beautiful thing. Uh, and if you have a chance to watch her YouTube video, she's mm. a dynamic speaker. Oh, my gosh. And certainly captures your attention right off the bat. But her story is unbelievable. And having her kind of walk through mm-hmm. uh, every step of the way through her path of, of life mm-hmm. and all the trouble she got in and, and to see what she's doing now is incredible. So incredible. You know, I love when people have a story um, and then they turn it around for the good and more importantly, use it to point people to Jesus. And she does just that. Like I think about when, you know, thinking about her being addicted to meth, that's heavy, heavy, heavy. And when you see somebody addicted to meth, it's like, oh man, their life's never going to get it together. You know, I mean, I've honestly thought that we've known a couple people that have been on meth and I'm like, oh my gosh, train wreck. And then to see how she turned that around like it's only Jesus. But I think too about like, you know, all the things that we try to do with a clear head, just thinking like how much harder it'd be to, you know, have your mom commit suicide, be on drugs, break your marriage and all this stuff, and then still have victory. Like how cool is that? And even more amazing is all that was happening on the inside. Mm -hmm. And she talks that she's a daughter of a pastor and she had to have this, and the outside world had to look at her as being perfect and the inside was certainly not perfect and uh, kind of went every path you could go and and to do that and to, to come out 
ahead and tell the story again, just incredible. Yeah, it's really incredible. So like you said, she is super dynamic and she's just spunky and cute too. So I hope that you guys enjoy listening to this interview that I had with Carrie Garcia. Well, I am so excited to have Carrie Garcia on our show today. Carrie, how are you? I am so good. I'm ready to talk about destiny and greatness. Yes. Well, you're in the right spot, my friend. I was just telling uh, Carrie before we hit record that the first time I saw her was she was in this most precious hot pink jumpsuit with her (laughs) fabulous hair talking on leading and loving it. And I remember I was in the back of the auditorium. And I was like, I want to be her friend and then ask her if I can borrow that jumpsuit. <laughs> I love and it. Look at us. Look at <laughs> and us now. Here we are today. <laughs> I know. Carrie, can you tell our listeners a little snapshot of who you are and what you're doing today? Okay. Snapshot is I run a nonprofit uh, called Freedom Movement, and we do a couple of things. Uh, currently, we do an, an evangelistic tour. We will be launching our fifth tour in fall, and we travel around the United States, and we partner with local churches to bring evangelism. That's not weird mm-hmm. um, because evangelism <laughs> has been a little weird lately, uh-huh. um, and really partner with the local church, not only just to bring people in as catalyst for their faith, but also really deepening the desire for more for the people that have been maybe going to church 50 years. And we then hopefully our goal is to tie them all back into the local church in that area. So it's a really huge partnership that we do with churches and we run about a nine to 10 month tour um, and just finished that one up in June and we'll be starting again in the fall. We also run um, a coaching and counseling center that I oversee here in Orange County and we write resources and we do a leadership academy called freedom academy where we train anyone in leadership on how to sit with people who are hurting mm-hmm. um i think the narrative has been like well one either i don't know how to do it so i don't do it at all or i just kind of throw scripture or throw prayer and those are well-meaning but can be dismissive of someone's heart right. and feeling so how do we actually begin to partner with someone show empathy and walk them through with practical tools from the word of god and also how our brain works because i study a lot of the brain mm-hmm. um so how does that work and so that's called freedom academy and we do that as well golly you do a lot of stuff so let me backtrack a little bit um mm-hmm. your tour now so are you on the road that often? I mean, I know I follow you on Instagram and stuff, but you're mm-hmm. you're traveling quite a bit and you have a family, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's pockets and seasons. The tour is once a month. Okay. So it's once a month for 10 months. Okay. And so that takes up some of my time. And then I do um, go and speak at various churches and uh, conferences and stuff. So, um, so that takes up my time, but that's in season. So I kind of have, am on like the church schedule. So right. the fall is really busy and the spring is somewhat busy and the summer's not busy at all. And yeah. I'm really intentional about taking a lot of time. My husband and I also run another for-profit business together. Wow. So, um, he, him and I, and he predominantly does a lot of it, but that gives him a lot of flexibility. So I'm so thankful for that because 
our kids are never without a parent, yeah. which, you know, which they're kind good. of always with somebody. Right. But yeah, him and I have been able to really tag team and partner well together in, in work and in parenting, which has I been huge that. for me. One yeah. of my favorite things about following you um, is and the funny thing for our listeners is we have not met. However, we have a lot of the same friends and I've heard yes. you speak. Um, and, and Carrie, you went to Thailand the year before I did with World Health. Mm-hmm. And I know right. that tugged on your heart. And so we have a lot of similarities. But one of the things that I love about you is how much you love your husband and you love your family. And you are not shy um, on giving praise to them, which I think the world needs more of that, a modeling of you know marriages. And I just applaud you for that because... Because um, I think it's really important to be um, in sync with your husband and the fact that, you know, he allows you to do what you love and you allow him that. And then together you guys do something so great is powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that. been, it's been huge. Wow. It's been a big deal. And I mean, it's been a lot of road and I'm not gonna lie. We've been in some therapy. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah. it's been helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's been our best friend. But you know what, at the end of the day, I think we both fully believe in um, each other. And one thing my husband said to me is this is not a call on your life. It's a call on our family's mm-hmm. life. And so our kids help our kids are involved. Our kids know when mommy is gone, they're praying for the yeah. people that are there that are hurting. Like, so it's really become a family thing. And we've been very intentional about, um, very specific family time. I mean, we go on the road for two weeks, Mm -hmm. just our family. Like there's a lot of things that we do and I, I have to do that. So there has to be balance and intentionality in that. And we've worked really hard at that. I love it. What an example to the rest of us. I got goosebumps thinking about your kids, um, praying for you because I think about that. My kids, you know, they love all the pictures from Thailand, but they're like, you're not doing that again. Are you? And I'm like, Oh yeah, yes I am. But what I think is so cool is when we allow them to see what we're doing and why we're doing it, which I Mm -hmm. did with my kids is then it allows them, I mean, trying to get these kids sponsored with world help, the kids know the reasons and why. And you know, Noelle yesterday Mm -hmm. sent pictures of her in Thailand with the kids dancing. And I'm like, this is why we do and it's a family Mm -hmm. thing and they know that when I'm gone and they're allowing me to be gone that we're together as a family helping build the kingdom of God which is so important I love that okay I want to talk about freedom movement so why did this start what was the need that you were seeing needed to be filled um, with freedom movement well I mean there's a lot of needs but I will say that it all started very honestly, I think selfishly, mm-hmm. I um, just started it in my own home of watching um, my mom and my dad kind of on the front end be very performance oriented. And I stepped into that, but we didn't really talk about what was going on behind the scenes with my mom, with her mental illness and her eating disorder. And our life was very um, kind of disconnected mm-hmm. from, you know, what, what pe- the persona and then what the reality was. Um, so, you know, my story is really long and would be too much to get into, Mm -hmm. but short of the story is I didn't, I had really big emotions and a lot of feelings and really nowhere to talk about those. And so for me, 
the way that my brain processed that was through numbing out and that was through addiction mm-hmm. for many years. And then moving into ministry, cause I really did think ministry would be the thing that would heal me because that's what I witnessed. And right. it just was honestly another addiction because mm-hmm. addiction is anything that is trying to devoid you from really being in process with God right. and the reality of what's going on. So, um, and then the same simultaneously, my mom was just falling off the deep end nowhere to really have someone hold space for her and be able to really go, Hey, like we want to be with you in this rather than we want to fix you. I do think she needed to be healed, but I don't think that was coming out um, in her circles. And so really isolated and she ended up taking her life. Mm -hmm. And I think from all of that birth, this, desire to say, well, what would it look like Mm -hmm. if we got up and started actually talking about what was going on? If we held space in a room for people to just feel less alone, would that begin to change the trajectory of someone's heart? And that kind of started in a backyard. I was like, well, I don't have any money. I don't know anybody. I, I don't have any platform. I don't have any influence, Um, but I know some friends. And so we went into a backyard and we just, I got up and just shared my story. I shared some stories from the word of God because Mm. the Bible is full of misfits and one good God. Mm. And so I just kind of started sharing some of that. And we started to see the dynamics of the room change and well, you know, the backyard (laughs) and that, and that's kind of, it kind of started in this place of, of giving voice to -hmm. the very voice that my mom, I felt was taken from her and the very voice that I felt that I had deep within me, but so much shame surrounded, Mm -hmm. surrounded it. And in a way, standing up and taking back territory that the enemy had stolen was very, very cathartic for me, but also I think has, has been a part of my call my whole life. I just was now stepping into it, you know? God, Carrie, I love that. I love that you saw a need and you filled it. And I think I just can't imagine. And I'm so sorry about your mom because that had to have been the most devastating pivotal moment in your life when that happened. Mm -hmm. But then what I love is that you took action in such a way that is now allowing other people to feel free. And so you took Mm -hmm. your pain and created something so beautiful, which probably Mm -hmm. a lot of that was therapy yourself of like, okay, how do Mm -hmm. we walk through this? And what I love this day and age is that people will talk more, you know, and now you're, you specifically in freedom movement, you're giving people the opportunity, not only the opportunity to share, but then you said that you've written, um, workshops for them. Is that right? Tell us a Mm -hmm. little bit about that. Yeah, I actually wrote like a full course book that you can get, but it was, it's really a journey from hurting to hope. And we dive into scripture and the psychology behind kind of what are the steps to walking in victory Mm -hmm. and what does victory actually look like? So we go into topics like confession and surrender because everybody thinks that's forgiveness and it's not, it's Mm -hmm. really about honesty with where I'm at. It's inviting God into the depths. Um, We go in through grieving. Grieving is, is, essential. We're always grieving something. Mm -hmm. Everybody is grieving today. You're grieving the fact that your kids are getting older. You're grieving. Mm -hmm. uh, Grieving can be, you know, it doesn't have to be the depths of death, um, but grieving is always in the sense of loss and living in humanity is always facing off loss. And so how do we manage grief? How do we embrace grief without it 
be all consuming and keep us stuck. And so I really go through the steps on how to manage grief and really how to look at grief biblically and also psychologically. Um, And then we run into even just the very end of the last chapter is victory. And I, I think there's such a narrative that I want to change that victory means looks like it it looks like perfection Mm -hmm. and, or the absence of um, pain or hurt. um, And that couldn't be farther from the truth. So we really go into that victory is really your story in the hands of God as you walk through marrying death and resurrection. So really what are those, like that is the human narrative and how do we invite the deity of God into the human narrative? And so um, that is really what that course is about. It's really taking you into places. You know, I'm really for freedom. And it's like a big thing for me Mm -hmm. is healing and freedom, but this doesn't come through false, you know, kind of pretenses of, okay, like here's a couple scriptures and I'm just going to meditate on those and Uh then I'm going to be good. And it doesn't, it just, it's not working. Mm -hmm. It's not working. And so I've really kind of dismantled that. I do that through the course that I wrote. I do that through Academy where I'm training you how to do that. Really, how do we, we begin to change the narrative. So that's some of what I do. And that book is called The Exchange. The course is called The Exchange. That is so cool. I think back to what you were saying that, um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what I heard you say is like when your family, like you guys put on the, the show that everything was fine within your family. Is that what right. you were saying earlier? So yep. then did you even realize as a child that your mom was hurting? Like, did you realize something was off growing up or was it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But you I would did. go out in public and everything would be fine and great. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything would be fine and great. I would dress, you know, dress the part, act the part, say the part, do the part. Yeah. Yeah. In hopes that it would then get better. Like yeah. if I do all the right things mm-hmm. or we act all the right ways, then life will, it, it will catch up. Yeah. And that, that will never happen. Mm-hmm. It's not what God intended and it's not true. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you say to the person listening to this right now that knows inside their heart, Hey, this is me. Like, this is us. We're posers. Maybe, you know, Mm -hmm, this is mm -hmm. how we're posing. How do you first, what's the first thing you would tell them to do? Get honest. Mm -hmm. Stop lying. Yeah. So you can't change everybody else in your family. So a lot of times if you have people in your home who are truth tellers, and I know that there's people out there that are the truth tellers and truth tellers are often silenced because people don't want to really hear the truth, especially if it's from their kid. So you have some truth tellers in your home. Maybe you were one of them or are one of them. Mm -hmm. And when you start to see that something's off, that, that immediately gets shut. Like, don't talk Mm -hmm. like that. Don't Mm -hmm. act like that. So it caused a disruption in, wait a minute, I'm seeing something that's wrong. And in order to survive in this home, I need to push down what I'm seeing and put something in front of it, whether it's a false narrative or a fake life or just pretend everything's okay, whatever it is. And so what I would say to the person that's listening is look like you can't, you can't go into everyone else's life and change them. You can't do with others what you're not willing to do for yourself. Mm -hmm. So in essence, you've got to be able to go, all right, look, I can't control everybody else or fix everybody else. But what's honest about where I'm, I'm really angry at God, right? I'm really frustrated. I'm really hurting. I feel really disconnected. I feel, I feel at a loss. I am looking at things that I shouldn't be looking at on the internet. Mm-hmm. I am taking pills. I shouldn't be, whatever it is, or I'm lying mm-hmm. to the very people I love. It starts with 
honesty. There mm-hmm. is nowhere to go. You cannot will yourself out. You cannot, you cannot fearless yourself through life. You cannot punch your way through. Mm-hmm. If you are not honest, you will find it as vapor and you will, it will come up empty. It just will. Wow. It just will. Wow. It's rea- It's just the, the facts of science. Yeah. It's how God made us. Wow. It's why when Adam and Eve hid, mm-hmm. Jesus went after them because he, they had to be honest. And what did he first say? Mm-hmm. What did you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't. He already knew what they did. Right. It was them acknowledging in confession and in honesty so that the playing field. Now we have somewhere to work. Now God can enter in. That's the invitation is honesty. I don't know. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Totally. Yes. Because, you know, I just finished reading that book. I I shouldn't say I finished reading. I couldn't get through it because it just broke my heart. But that book can't hurt me uh, by David Goggins. I don't know if you've Mm -hmm. read it, but it talks about how really like he saw so much going on in their life. Same exact story you're saying, but they would go out in public and everything would be perfect. And then home life was, I mean, he was getting beat, you know, and it's like you, you, I feel like your, um, freedom movement gives it okay to be like, let's talk about that. Let's get that out there. And I think when he was younger Mm -hmm. or when you were younger and your mom was there, like if there would have been a place like what you have created, the, the story possibly would have been different, you know, like, could she have gotten help in such a way? And so that's why I think I'm just drawn to you anyways. I mean, let's talk about the pink pant skirt or pant outfit. (laughs) That was like the first thing, but then just your um, authenticity of like, Hey, this is my story and you're not hiding it and you're not glamorizing it. Um, you're, Mm -hmm. you're telling this is what happened. And so I want to bring freedom to other people. Um, Mm -hmm. so we have a lot of business minded people that listen to our podcast too. Mm -hmm. And so, So I would like to speak to them a little bit on, um, okay, so you were in the backyard and you had Mm -hmm. this, was it a full vision of like, I'm going to be in churches, I'm going to have a tour, or was it like, I just need to bring people help? Like, where was the start Mm -hmm. of Freedom Movement? Yeah, I wish it was more glamorous, Sarah, honestly, (laughs) but it was truly like, I'm going to start this thing in a backyard. Mm -hmm. And like, I have no idea where it's going to go. I had no idea that it would be where it is today. I, I, I just didn't, I just knew that in honesty, um, will change the room. And I knew also that I now know that of the depths of the most trauma filled heart, everyone that's doing what they're doing has come from places of pain. Mm -hmm. So birth, hope births and pain. So in that moment, I knew that for me, I needed to do something that was going to bring hope and healing to my own heart. And it was going to bring hope and healing to others. So yeah, in the backyard, it was like, great. That was one event. Then we did another one in a backyard. And for an entire year, we just did events in people's backyards. Yeah. Wow. That is so incredible. And then as God does, he one-ups things. And so he has you with these resources and writing a book and tours. Mm -hmm. Like, I just love that you were obedient in this small time, you know, to now be mm-hmm. able to be on such a platform where you're really bringing healing to so many people. I love that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. thinking about you just being so destined for greatness and bringing all of this to light for people, what have been the challenges, you know, probably having a nonprofit, it's different than a business, but it's all the same, but just there's different <laughs> rules to play by. What have been the challenges mm-hmm. as you've grown as a leader? As a leader, um, learning that the way that I lead is with a limp, mm-hmm. that I don't lead with a strong arm. Um, that's just not how I roll. Yeah. Um, and understanding that that's actually a strength. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, um, 
that it's okay to lead with a limp, that I don't have to have it all together, have all the answers. Um, and a challenge would be, I'm pretty good at isolating. I'm pretty good at being a loner. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet see such value in collaboration. Yeah. And so I've really, and actually it's second nature now, but I would say at the beginning collaborating was really hard for me. Like, I just was like, I got it. I'll do it all. Yeah. Um, I'll carry the load and how limiting, I mean, literally it was, it was like chopping my arms and legs off because <laughs> right. I, I can't, you know? And so that was really challenging. And just interpersonally mm-hmm. the own dialogue that I had within myself, because I'm breaking off again, childhood narratives that I've believed my whole life about myself, you know, Mm -hmm. that I'm too loud and I'm too much. And, Oh, you know, here she comes again. And so many things that were actually the very gifts God had given me, Mm -hmm. but your gifts in the hands of the enemy or people who don't, don't know how to handle you are actually going to be really destructive, but your gifts in the hands of God are going to change the world. So I had to learn how to shift not my gifting, but shift who had the power in speaking mm-hmm. into that gift. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that. there was a big shift and that took time. Mm-hmm. That took grace and that took time. Yeah. Wow. And I think when we use our gifts, people see God's goodness. It's on display. Like your, like God's goodness is on display through you using your gifts, which I think is so powerful. I love that you said leading with a limp because how humble you have to be to do that. And I believe that the humble servant leaders are the ones everybody wants to follow. And so I think that's such good advice for people listening that you don't have to have it all together. You don't have to have it figured out. And by all means, you don't have to be perfect, but you do Mm -hmm. have to just follow in God's plan. And I love your obedience because Carrie, through you being so obedient, look at the freedom that so many people have had through your program of the freedom Mm. movement. It's so awesome. It's nuts, man. It's mind boggling. (laughs) God is so good. Okay. Well, I love hearing about that. I also want to shift a little bit just because you and I are both obsessed with those Um, children in Thailand and all of that. Mm -hmm. Tell me your highlight from that trip. Oh, (laughs) it's not going to be the highlight. That's going to be the most, um, that's really going to bring in the numbers or the the Mm -hmm. thoughts because it was a very personal highlight for me. I, um, one of the women that works there, she leads the program, sweet Bonita. Mm -hmm. Um, it was a very hard time when I went there, I was unraveling doing very serious trauma work and teaching trauma. And, um, Uh, So a lot of my own story was just kind of unraveling. I went into Thailand and that whole year was just a very, very difficult Mm. uh, personal year for me. So going there, I felt very stripped. I also have a pretty gnarly life. You don't do drugs for almost 10 years and not have seen a lot of things. So I was pretty triggered, Mm. honestly, being there. There was a lot of things that I was like, uh, just just so much. So to answer your question, I would say that the Lord used that space for me to see the very depths that he rescued me from, but also see um, what God does when our life is in contribution and how that heals the brain. Um, That was pretty mind blowing for me to see how they don't even have a word for trauma, Mm -hmm. that they don't have a word for counseling in Thai language. Mm -hmm. Um, And yet, how are these people walking and overcoming from tremendous Mm -hmm. trauma, like stuff that we can't even fathom? How are they? And yet understanding 
God's power both there and how God works differently here was a beautiful connection to me. And then allowing God to use sweet Benita mm. to speak absolute water, mm. like living water into my life in the midst of these girls just wow. being destroyed by their country. Mm. And yet rising up, God is allowing Benita to to rescue me. Mm. Like she, he, I was being rescued wow. in my heart. Wow. So it was pretty, pretty, pretty pivotal yeah. moment for my life, both mm. personally. And then, you know, I love that we got to raise money for those girls, but it, it just went beyond that. They yes. inspired, they inspired rescue in me yeah. of like, man, I'm, I'm getting bogged down and it's mm. good that I'm doing this work, but look at the power of what God, a heart rescued in the hands of God, look what can happen. And it's happening to me while I'm watching them being rescued. I'm being rescued. It was very, very powerful. Carrie, that is incredible. And how Mm -hmm. special Benita is. I I can just see her with her calm, gentle voice talking Mm -hmm. to you. And, and, you know, she does it on the dark streets there, just like, you know, speaks life into us. And I love that you shared that because it was so dark in Thailand, but she is such a light, like just the mm-hmm. brightest light in that preschool. Like there's so much light there that, um, you know, with sponsorship and people helping world help, it's just amazing what they are able to do. So, well, friend, it is a joy to talk to you. And I'm just so thankful that you shared freedom movement and a lot of your thoughts and what you're doing and how you're helping. But obviously you mm-hmm. have given all the glory to God, which is one of my favorite things about you. So I just thank mm-hmm. you so much for your time. If our listeners want to go find you, what's the best way they can start following you and finding your freedom movement information? Well, they can follow freedom underscore movement on social media, all social media platforms. And then you can follow me, Carrie Scott Garcia on, um, on social media as well. And then you can also just go to CarrieGarcia.com and there's a bunch of stuff on there. I love it. Cute as a button. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you so much and I can't wait. I'm, I'm thinking we have a trip in our future together. Let's go girl. Let's go. <laughs> I love I'll it. Bring the pink suit. Yeah, please do. Let me just put it on one time, please. <laughs> I, I love think you'll it. You'll drown in it, Miss Tippy Toes, oh, but all right. <laughs> thanks so much, Carrie. <laughs> Hey, it's Sarah Noose, and I believe that you are destined for greatness. Do you have a dream inside of you? You think about wanting more out of life? Well, I have seen incredible life change happen all across the country by women who have signed up for my four-week accountability group. I would love to offer you the opportunity for real life change. Head on over to sarahnoose.com and sign up. There's limited spots available, but I would love to get to know you, have you join, and watch you conquer your dreams. If this podcast was helpful, it would mean the world to me to have you rate it, review it, and share it on social media. Social media is a big place, and to reach more people, I would love your help. Thank you for joining us today, and remember, you are destined for greatness.